the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, here we are. Thanks for coming along today. It's uh, very good to be with you. We have a full, jam-packed, regular yep. show today. I want to say thanks to everybody, Kath, who joined us these last several oh days gosh. with our cross-international campaign. I, th- I think we saved uh, you, our listeners, somewhere in the neighborhood of 535-ish kids. Yep. Oh, fabulous. I was just looking at the numbers just now. So many, 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 many thanks. These, I mean, uh, last three like days. I run out of superlatives about the listening audience. I really I do. Really. You know, so I mean, just great. incredibly generous. And it was just, it was a ton of fun. Really. Sure was was. A ton. It's, it's, it's fun to do good things, to do yep, good work sure for is. other people. So. And to have Tommy Lewis join us and tell us one great story after Tom. another to illustrate that. So things are good. How, how are you today, Kath, in the spare room? Well, uh, things are as they ever have been here mm-hmm. in the spare room. Um, I, I'm encouraged that I was out today without a coat. Yep. There's been a change in the weather, mm-hmm. has it not? I got yep. the windows open here, yep. right? Things are feeling like it's springtime and once I'm, again. And I'm happy to say that Doug Oster from Gardening with Doug was correct. Yes. The snow did not bother my azaleas at all. Well, see, they're tougher than you think. They're huh? fine. Don't you mess with this azalea. Yeah. They are going just on. fine. They're just mm-hmm. peeping out over there to the side of my house. Mm. Nice. All right. Well, as uh, we get underway for the Friday show, as we always do, Kat takes a good look at the news and do she I? delivers. Do yes, I take you a do. good look? Right. I would say so. Yeah. I'm always encouraged by uh, what you okay. present to us. With you give us the news stories of the day. So without further ado, give us the top four at four. Friday then for Friday, April 23rd, 2021. Number one, Indian hospitals and government leaders scrambled for supplies of oxygen and other emergency aid today as the country reported another record number of new coronavirus infections and a rising death toll that has strained the country's resources. The New York Times reports that India recorded more than 330,000 new cases in 24 hours. I mean, the thought of that. The second consecutive day, the country has set a global record for daily infections. The reported death toll on Friday, more than 2,200, a new high for the country. About half of the cases in Delhi, the capital city of more than 20 million, are testing positive. Listen to that. Over half of the cases in Delhi are testing positive for a more contagious variant of the virus first detected last year in India that is afflicting younger people. Uh, Pray for for India. Yeah. And while you're at it, uh, number two, rescue efforts continue for a missing Indonesian submarine with 53 crew aboard believed sunk in deep water north of Bali. According to USA Today, Indonesian search teams have identified an area where the sub may have been located about 25 miles north of Bali, where an oil slick can be seen. Hmm. The sub disappeared Wednesday morning, 60 miles north of Bali after a military exercise. According to experts, the sub's oxygen would be depleted by Saturday. 
The AP reports that Indonesia's Navy continues to search as a sonar-equipped Australian warship arrived to help today. The U.S. is sending airborne assets to assist as well. God bless those people on board. Be with them. Number three. SpaceX launched its third crewed rocket for NASA, sending a further four astronauts into orbit and making the first time, marking the first time the company achieved the takeoff with both a pre-used capsule and a rocket. According to the Wall Street Journal today, the Falcon 9 lifted off at 5.49 a.m. Eastern with a low rumble, John, and leaving behind a trail of fire and smoke in the pre-dawn darkness. Mm. Their words, not mine, because I wasn't up. From NASA's Kennedy Space Center at Cape Canaveral in Florida, it's set to uh, it's set to dock with the International Space Station. There we are, roughly 24 hours later, joining an earlier group of four astronauts who traveled there on SpaceX's first operational mission in November, and three others also, John, on board. At number four, yesterday, a great day for Pittsburgh sports, leaving aside the whole like Steeler Justin Lane's traffic stop at 3 a.m. in Ohio, you know, with the suspended license and the speeding and the loaded firearm. Anyway, looking at the bright side and forgetting all that, the Bucks had a 4-2 win over the Tigers at Comerica Park on Thursday afternoon, which was a second straight series victory for the team. And then last night, the Pens beat the Devils 5-1 with only nine games left in the regular season. And that's your top four at four. Very nice. Interesting that you, you, know, you cover a submarine lost somewhere in the yeah. black depth of the ocean and a spaceship high hundreds and that? hundreds of miles in the sky. I mean... On the same day, it's just really fascinating. I, to be honest, I mean, God bless anybody, anybody who's in that submarine in, in Indonesia. And I don't think about, you know, other navies, other countries. I mean, you think about Russia and China and the United States circling the globe, playing cat and mouse, I'm sure, with submarines. But you don't think about smaller, you know, Indonesia no. has a navy that has the capability of having submarines. So I know. how many I could, submarines are, you know, know, down below? right now i just right. really really fascinating so i know so i mean, pr- I mean just scary. praying for those people that they can find them you know they they originally thought they were in two thousand feet of water mm. and they said if it's that deep that there's the rescue is impossible but where they've located them now where they think they're located, they've located them now the water's not that deep i mean it's still very deep because the submarine's in it obviously but it's not two thousand feet so there still might be some hope for rescue but you know um Time's running out, and of course, they don't know what the status is of anybody down there. Yeah, it's fascinating. It really is. God bless them. Uh, Kath, uh, what time is it? It's time for me to tell you, John. Tell us. And all the people listening, really. Your weekend has begun. Oh, yes. It's 10 minutes past the 4 o'clock hour and a Friday afternoon. Truly, all is right and well, at least in this corner of the room. So happy Friday to everyone. Monday through Friday, uh, the weekend looms large on a spring, a spring. Weekend. I'm raising my glass to everyone. It's my glass of uh, ice water. All right. It's not All very right. exciting, but you know what? You know, just trying to be healthy, friends. Right. That's good. Okay. I got nothing. I'll wave my hands right. and uh, say happy Friday to everybody. We'll take a quick break. Come back. We've got a, a big show ahead of you. Um, what is up next here, Kev? Yeah. Coming up next, we're going to talk about Oli Anthony, the person who kind of got right in the craw of televangelists and told us the truth. That's next. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music is here on the weekend. With the best new music. New, new, new music from Riley Clemens. Keep on hoping. All things new from Big Daddy Weed. You make all 
Let Go, Let God from Jack Cassidy. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Brought to you in part by MGR CPA and Consultants. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. If you drive a car, truck, SUV, or vehicle of any kind, you need GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. That's right. With the free GetUpside gas app, you can get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time you buy gas. Nearly 3 million people have earned cash back with GetUpside just for buying gas. I always use GetUpside. Some months I make 200 to $300. I love getting money back for things I use every day. It's just free money for buying gas. There's no catch. It's simple. And you get your cash back right away. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents per gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code FALL for a 25 cent per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents per gallon on your next fill up. You can cash out anytime to PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Earn cash back on gas on every fill up. Just download the free GetUpside Upside app and use promo code FALL for a 25 cent per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code FALL. When was the last time you watched your home movies? Do you have a VCR anymore? What about a film projector? With technology constantly changing, most families don't have a way to enjoy their recorded memories trapped on VHS, camcorder tapes, film reels, and photos. That's why we created Legacy Box over a decade ago. Legacy Box is an affordable mailed in kit to have your aging media digitized to DVD, thumb drive, or the cloud. Our trained technicians digitize everything by hand right here in the U.S. Imagine being able to easily relive weddings, graduations, babies' first steps, and more. Get started future-proofing your memories today so you can gather the whole family together and begin the trip down memory lane. Plus, for a limited time, we're offering 40% off. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get an exclusive 40% off. Buy today to take advantage of this incredible offer and send in when you're ready. Go to LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to save 40% off. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. of the gospel, and especially in this electronic age, although it's always been that way, if you're a minister of the gospel, you have a a responsibility to be true to God's word and to have integrity in all of your dealings as you present the gospel. And um, as long as the gospel has been around, there have been those charlatans, those frauds who have taken advantage of God's holy word and used it for their own nefarious means to fundraise and steal money from people who want to know and love Jesus. Well, Ole Anthony was one such person who made it his life's work to be a guardian, a watchdog of other ministries. All that to say, when you are a guardian, of course, you know, your your warts and all, they come to light as well. Now, Ole Anthony, you may not know this name, although probably a decade or so, Oli was with us on air here in this show, probably more than a handful of times. Mm-hmm. I would say five or seven or eight times or so. Oli Anthony passed away uh, recently, 
and uh, here to talk to us about Oldie Anthony, his work, his personality, and uh, how he saw his work trying to make sure the gospel was presented, but done so in a very uh, integrity-filled way, is Daniel Silliman. Daniel is an editor at Christianity Today, and he wrote a piece profiling Oldie Anthony called Died, Oldie Anthony, Terror to Televangelists. Daniel, welcome back to the show. Thanks. Good to be here with you guys. Yeah, Daniel, like John said, we talked to Oli uh, more than a couple times, and what what a, what a character. A character. I, I mean, there's just no other way. You know, he, he, was, um, he was passionate about defending the purity of the gospel message, um, but he had a lot of his own uh, presentation and packaging in the story. So for people who've never heard of this name, um, talk about what you know about Oli. Yeah, he was um, he was definitely complicated. He was definitely um, someone who, you know, um, cared deeply about exposing liars, for example, and yet also had misled and dissembled sometimes in in his own life. And he, you know, had a what what really comes through when you read about him and you and you listen to him is he had a a deep understanding of God's grace um, in his own life. And yet he also described himself as a, as a schemer as a times and a promoter and, and um, could get in his own way. He, um, yeah, he's most famously known for some expose work that he did on televangelists and um, prosperity gospel people, mostly in the early 90s, though that work um, still continues. And he and um, and people at this at this church he started in in Dallas actually went and dug through trash to find evidence that um, some televangelists we're taking advantage of people. So quite a, quite a ministry. Most, most people who have a calling for, to, to, to preach the gospel don't find themselves digging through trash, but, but um, that was the work that only Anthony was doing. Right. Okay. So then the hope is that he went after uh, televangelists. We, we would know these names. These are people that, you know, especially in the uh, 80s and the 90s, you'd be tro- going through your cable television programs and there you'd see. I mean, Robert Tilton was one of the names, right? Yeah, Robert Tilton was the was the big one who whose ministry really kind of collapsed because of uh, uh, Anthony and Cruz expose. So they um, basically there was a member in Anthony's church who had fallen on hard times and, and he'd been a executive and he was down to like his last $5,000 and he actually pledged it to the preacher on TV and then later realized Wow, how could I have been manipulated? Like this, this guy's prosperity gospel and his like message that God wants my money. Like that's not that's not the gospel. That's not how salvation comes to us through cash gifts. So so Anthony really started being concerned that 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 preachers like Tilton and Tilton in particular were exploiting desperate people, and they tried to get. Uh, a district attorney to look into it. They tried to get, um, you know, law enforcement to look into it. And then I tried to get media to look at it. And then sort of no one would do it. 
But an ABC producer said, well, if you want us to take this story seriously, you guys should go find some evidence. So so they actually did. And then the, um, I'm trying to remember now, I think it was 91 or 92, there was um, Diane Sawyer did a sort of major show using Anthony's evidence that he'd found. And they found that um, that Tilton was sort of trashing the prayer requests and digitizing people's information to fundraise, but really wasn't um, like laying hands on the prayer cards that he was being sent or, or praying over each letter. There were a couple of others um, that, Anthony was on two. He um, exposed W.V. Grant, who's not so well known today. And more recently, there was an effort, you know, by um, Senator Chuck Grassley to look at whether um, whether the laws were maybe not strict enough on um, media ministers um, using private jets and people mm-hmm. like Creflo Dollar. Um, and, and that didn't really come to anything. There was a Senate investigation and consideration of, of, um, maybe changing the laws, but, but Anthony was involved in, uh, researching for the Senator and sent them, he said, a small Volkswagen full of material that he had. (laughs) We're We're talking to Daniel Sullivan, news editor for Christianity today. So fascinating work. I mean, good work because, who wants to be manipulated, especially when you're worshiping Jesus? You, you know, you think about all the uh, people who are vulnerable at home watching television and they're sending checks in. And essentially, you know, it just became a money laundering scheme. And um, sooner or later, Diane Sawyer shows up on uh, Robert Tilton's doorstep and the, the house collapsed, which was very good news. However, the good work that uh, Trinity Foundation, Ole Anthony's uh, ministry did came back to him in a way, because like a lot of people who do good work and lean into the spotlight, the glare proved too much for him and accusations about Ole Anthony's own life, his own work, and his own ministry came back to bite him. Did they not? They did, Um, especially especially around this this community this church that he he built it feels there's there's some evidence that in the early years um especially that it became abusive there were people that were hurt um as a part of this community so so anthony um anthony has a pretty dramatic conversion experience in 1971 and in 1972, goes off and starts his own church. And I think that that move mm-hmm. um, gives you a sense of both his passion and maybe also his, uh, you know, belief that, that he was the person that, that knew best. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look at the history of this church, it's very clear. They lived in a, a sort of bad side of Dallas. Um, they were, it was, you know, alcoholics and and people with addiction issues and people with family issues. And he was preaching the gospel to people who, who really weren't having a chance, didn't have a chance to hear it elsewhere or really couldn't have walked into maybe another church. Um, But in their intensity to recreate the first century church, they, they definitely got um, controlling and, and 
strayed a little bit from normal church practices. So the most abusive thing that, that's been reported is um, they have this practice called the hot seat, where someone would sit in the middle and all the members would basically accuse them of stuff until they um, kind of crumpled under this, this like barrage, this interrogation of people you you know, love and live with and, and work with side by side, suddenly um, saying the worst things about you. And it would really, it would really mess with people. And, and they would confess to things that they actually hadn't done. And everybody knew they hadn't done them. It was just to kind of, um, to prove that you were broken in front of the group. And stuff like that got, got pretty abusive yeah. and pretty controlling for a number of years. Yeah. So that's emotional manipulation, right. In the guise of, you know, some kind of, you know, church practice. Um, and you know, it's just, he's, I don't know how else to say, except he's just was an odd personality. I appreciated this one quote that you put in your article, Daniel, this is by, you know, one of his commanding officers when he was in the military, um, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. D Ballard, captain William D Ballard. He said, Oli always pushed the edge. I wouldn't have guessed he would have become so religious, but when he gets into something, he gets into it right up to his eyeballs. Yeah. I think that's definitely a, a someone that God can use and also someone who can be really destructive and get in their own way. And life's complicated. We do both of those things. Yeah, we sure do. Daniel Sullivan is with us from Christianity Today. He he wrote an obituary of sorts about Ole Anthony, Ole Anthony, terror to televangelists. So, Daniel, uh, talk about yourself. Well, I mean, you know, Kath and I, uh, as we said, we had some sort of a relationship with Ole. When we found out the wider picture and things started to come out, we, we did back away. We stopped, you know, because, look, you know, on the air, sure. he, he was charismatic and fascinating. Right, that and, wouldn't be know, a surprise to you, Daniel. I'm sure no. you can you can get it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, we did back away. But, you know, there's something. What is it about the church? And, there, you know, there's the three of us. And you working for Christianity Today and Kath and I doing a daily radio show on Christian radio. What is it about that? You know, there's something that's so fascinating about people and something so powerful, especially wrapped around the incredibleness of the miracles of the gospel. Uh, I, I just don't know how to describe it, that there's something that we, we want and need people like that in our lives. At the same time, you know, mm-hmm. the other side of the coin is so dark. Yeah, right, and, and those s- people can really hurt us. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it can I think it can serve I think it can serve as um encouragement to all of us and as a warning to look at a life like only Anthony. You know, we all hope that God will use us. We all hope that you know, the Christians around us will see our gifts and promote us and put us on a platform and encourage us to to plug in in the, in the best way possible. But there's a dark side. I mean, that's, that's part of the Christian message is our own sinful hearts and our own tendency to to, to go astray. And, you know, I, I know in my own life, like, I'm not tempted to sin in... <laughs> the ways that are unrelated to my personality, but in the ways that are related, it's, it's my gifts that are directly yeah. connected to my temptations. Yeah. And I think you right, see that, right. you know, and yeah. so we thought. try in Christianity today to, to write 
obituaries like this, not just of saints, you know, but real, real followers of Christ. And, and there's no question that, that Ole Anthony knew Jesus, and there's no question that he um, occasionally strayed and, and that that had real consequences and really hurt people. Yeah. At the same well, Daniel, time that he yeah. did good work. Yeah, who did, who yeah. did good work, did really good work. And some bad work. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, yeah. it's hard to yeah. get your head around all of it. Um, but Daniel, we really is. appreciate it. You know, I like how you said when we read obituaries, we try to give the whole story. And I feel like you have here, mm-hmm. um, you know, reading through it. I, you know, a couple of times I kind of laughed ruefully. A couple of times I shook my head and thought, oh, you got to be kidding me. Uh, you know, that's just the kind of person he was. And I feel like you've captured him well. So thanks for being here with us. Yeah, today. Daniel. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Daniel Silliman from Christianity Today. We've been talking about Ole Anthony, terror to televangelists. We'll step away. We've got much more ahead. Just getting underway for the Friday ride home. Coming up in a few minutes, this or that. I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group and timeshare cancellation advocate. I was sued by the largest timeshare company in federal court for simply helping people cancel their timeshare that they had been lied to about. The jury sized me up and came back with a verdict after only 20 minutes. And yes, I won. My husband and I are more than grateful to everyone at Wesley Financial Group. You know, thanks to Chuck and his team, we feel as though a weight has been lifted and we can move on without the worry of a troublesome timeshare. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, it's my mission to get you out of your timeshare, eliminate your payments, and get them off your back permanently. Give my office a call today. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. Get the facts. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-881-4242. That's 800-881-4242. 800-881-4242. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hill seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. Your business is ready for a reboot. A recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. The changes haven't been easy, but there's help. The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We can design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Don't let pests scare off your returning customers. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly or quarterly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Booze 100% Satisfaction Guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. When it comes to driving, multi 
multitasking is not worth a life. Driving is a skill that requires 100% of your attention, 100% of the time. Distractions are everywhere. Don't drive distracted. Be safe, PA. Learn more at penngovernor backslash safety. Paid for with Pennsylvania taxpayer dollars. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORD-FM, Pittsburgh, at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at radio.com. We'll see partly cloudy skies for tonight with a low of 37. Tomorrow, some sunshine. Then it will turn cloudy with a little rain late in the afternoon. Tomorrow will reach a high of 62. Tomorrow night, considerable clouds with a little rain. Tomorrow night's low, 45. Sunday, clouds will give way to some sunshine. It will be breezy in the afternoon. Sunday's high, 60. With your Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. It's time now for the Friday edition, the only edition of This or That. Simply played, I have 10 categories of this or that, right? This thing or that thing. Kath has 10. I don't know. Is it a psychological litmus test? Is it just tomfoolery? Let's just give it a shot. Kath, you want to go first? Want me to go first? Uh, I think you should go first, John. We've been on a roll that way. I feel good about it. All right. Here's me, my 10 this or that. Ready. Malawi, Zambia. <laughs> you know, I've never been to either one, John. It's hard for me to compare them. I'm going to pick this Malawi, though. Malawi, okay. The smell of fresh cut grass. Yeah. The smell of fresh baked bread. Oh. I have to go bread. Number three. Ingrown toenail. <laughs> pink eye. <laughs> uh, I'll choose the pink eye. Thank you so much. All right. Riding a motorcycle. Riding a horse. Uh, I would much rather go with the horse. All right. Though toe I'm not ring. very good at either. Yes, yes. <laughs> toe ring. Yeah. Nose ring. <laughs> oh, toe ring in a hot minute. All right. <laughs> No internet, no soap. No, I'll take, I'll do without the soap. I don't care. <laughs> really? That's interesting. All right. Kickball in the street. Drinking from the outside hose. Yeah, drinking from the outside. I hate kickball. I hate oh. everything about kickball. That's the game, that and dodgeball. That's what you do to like take advantage of small kids who aren't athletic. And that was me. Kickball is like for everybody. It's like it. for non-athletes. Hate right? it. Living as a monk, living <laughs> in a commune. <laughs> I think I'd do better as a monk, John. I do. Right. <laughs> Washing your car. Estate planning. <laughs> uh, I would do estate planning any day of the week over... The washing of the car that you guys do. I don't right. Having a fender bender on the exit ramp. Getting all dolled up. I think I'll take uh, I'll take the fender bender. The heck? I'm <laughs> sick of this. All right. That's my 10, this or all that. All right. Thank you. Okay. So yesterday, John was Earth Day. 
Mm. And it got me thinking about Rachel Carson. So I did a little reading oh, about her Rachel. yesterday. It kind of inspired me. So I'd like to present to you now, John, the leading lady edition of This oh, or That. I like it. All right. And know. I'm going to start with Miss Carson. Okay. Uh, number one, Rachel Carson, John, or Sally Ride? Uh huh. I'm doing Rachel Carson. Are you? How can you turn your back on Rachel you Carson? Can't. Yeah. Number two, Lassie or Lady? Oh, oh, I'm doing Lassie. As a kid, when Lassie was over, I used to go up to the TV set and kiss the TV set. <laughs> Get little little sparks, kissing kissing Lassie. Number three, Amy Poehler, John or Tina oh. Fey? Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Well, I love them both. Uh, I'm doing Amy Poehler, Parks and Rec. You got to do it. Number four, Nina Simone or Billie Holiday? Uh, I'm doing Nina Simone. Number five, yeah. Maya Angelou or Emily Dickinson? Oh, man. Um, well, I've, I've, stu- I've studied Emily Dickinson. I've not studied my... I'm doing Emily Dickinson. Number six, uh, Frances McDormand oh. or Helen Mirren? No, Frances McDormand times 10. Wow. Number seven, Margaret Thatcher, John, or Golda Meir? Oh, man, that's good. Margaret Thatcher or Golda Meir? I'm doing Golda Meir. Are you? Good for you. All right. Number eight, Joan Jett or Stevie Nicks? Oh, oh, Joan Jett. Of course. Give me that, yeah. Because who wants that twirling thing? Yeah, boom. Number nine, Jane Austen or Agatha Christie? Mm. Jane Austen. Number 10, Mm. Cicely Tyson or Diane Carroll? Oh, gee, that's rough, too. I know. Why uh, is that hard? Sorry, just because of my childhood emotional connection, it's got to be Diane Carroll. And your bonus for today. Hey, okay. Nancy Pelosi oh. or Sophie Masloff? Oh, is there any comparison? I've worked with Sophie Masloff. I earned, I earned a paycheck with Sophie Masloff, the former mayor of the city of Pittsburgh. Yes. <laughs> any day, any day, Sophie Masloff. Very nice. Okay, that is the um, April 24th edition of This or That. Yes. WORD. Hi, I'm Gina Geraci. This Week in the Christian Outlook, sponsored by the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. This week, the grand jury decides on the Derek Chauvin trial, the trial over the death of George Floyd. The manslaughter was a slam dunk for the prosecutors. Be sure to join us and visit our website at ChristianOutlook.com. The Christian Outlook, Sunday night at 10 on 101.5 WORD. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue not only that my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable i personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own this is john hall 
Visit MyPillow.com for deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the new MySlippers. Click the radio listener square and enter promo code WORD or call 800-391-0954. Remember to use promo code WORD. If you drive a car, truck, SUV, or vehicle of any kind, you need GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. That's right. With the free GetUpside gas app, you can get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time you buy gas. Nearly 3 million people have earned cash back with GetUpside just for buying gas. I always use GetUpside. Some months I make 200 to $300. I love getting money back for things I use every day. It's just free money for buying gas. There's no catch. It's simple. And you get your cash back right away. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents per gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code FALL for a 25 cent per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents per gallon on your next fill up. You can Cash out anytime to PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Earn cash back on gas on every fill-up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code FALL for a 25 cent per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code FALL. When it comes to your child's education, do you feel like you have a partner in your current school? Or is it more like you're on your own? As you look ahead to next year, now's a perfect time to consider a quality Christian education with a school who will be a true educational partner for you and your family. Many of our area's finest Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Champion Christian School in Champion, PA. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com tuitions. time for poetry so then i don't know something happened you know as a, a mother who loves her daughter she said okay i'll give it a shot Cass fell in love with poetry i mean she and she loved poetry so much that throughout the month of april for years many many years in a row on this show Kath would read a poem a day during april which you might not know is national poetry month which was really beautiful there were some very interesting insightful gorgeous thoughts that were exposed. Anyway, uh, maybe a few days ago, one of our listeners reached out and said, Hey, what's up with Kath? I've, I know I've been busy and haven't caught all the shows, but I've not heard any poetry during national poetry month. And so I reached out to Kath. I said, Hey, we forgot about poetry month. And Kath, you said what? I totally forgot April was national poetry month. So she forgot. So here we are the last week of April. And now we're at a loss for words because Poetry Month has been downgraded to Poetry Week. <laughs> so we're going to try to jam a lot of poetry. If you're a regular, a regular listener of our show, we got a lot of poetry for you. And if you're not, oh, we're all in trouble. Misha Willett is with us. Misha is, I would say, the Ride Home's resident poet, mm-hmm. author of The Elegy Beta and Phases. Misha's uh, poems, essays, translations, academic articles appear widely. He teaches English at Seattle Pacific University. Follow Misha at MishaWillett.com. Hey, Misha, welcome back. Thanks so much for having me. 
Misha, it's a sad story you've heard here. I mean, I feel like I've let you down. You know, you're a newfound friend <laughs> and I just went and completely blew off National Poetry Month. I'm not sure how I can make it up to you. Oh, bless you. Well, this is doing a good bit of it. <laughs> I appreciate your keeping the faith in, in any case, although I think we should have a lot of grace for one another during this year if we miss observances. Thank you. There's a lot of things I've forgotten. So, I mean, this is probably, you know, the least impactful. But it's a big thing, though. It is a big thing. It's historically been a big thing on our show, Misha. And, I, you know, I got to say, I think I shared this with you the first time you came on the air, that I, when I finally got into poetry, it was kind of like, I don't know, like picking up an instrument and then you get to the place where you can you feel like you can play it a little and it's just different. Mm -hmm. Like once I got into it, it wasn't like I ever thought that I was going to be a writer or a poet myself, but all of a sudden I like, I don't know, I got in the right mental space to really love it. That is the thing about difficult beauties. The reward, it seems to me is sweeter because you had to work at it. And once you attain that kind of fluency, it really is beautiful and there's nothing else like it. I like the phrase difficult beauties, which uh, perhaps, Misha, you're saying is the study or the love of poetry, the difficult beauty of it. Yeah, I think it's it's a learned thing for most people. I, I think there there's a rare exception where people just are automatically drawn that way from the beginning. But one of the subjects I teach is, is Shakespeare at the undergraduate level. And you get to watch year after year students for whom this is just a wall. They They have no connection to it. Um, and then as one quarter progressive, it's their favorite thing. And it's a, one, it's a wonderful bloom to get to see that year after year. Yeah, that's really good. That's a great, uh, great example. Okay, Misha, as always, uh, we're against the clock. So uh, in celebration of the week of poetry, uh, you've got a poem for us? Yeah, sure. I'll, I, I'm teaching in the um, MFA program at Salem uh, Pacific now, and we have – students from all over the world. It's a low residency thing. And one of my students is in Stockholm now, and one is in Mexico. And we come for these residencies a couple times a year. Um, one of my students this very day, uh, her name's Annie. She's from Chattanooga. She wrote a report about Meister Eckhart. And the he's just had a recent edition uh, come out. I think John Sweeney was the editor. And they lineated his work, um, making it appear as though it were, it were poetry that he he was writing, even though mm. he just wrote something like poetic prose. And it was very interesting to me. I wonder if you guys can help me out with this, because she said that moments of it were sort of trite or silly uh, as poetry. But as soon as she started thinking about them as a, a bit of a devotional, she thought it was rewarding and great. Oh, okay, and I sure. thought that line was really interesting. Like, how, how do we know when something becomes a poem? Where where is it a new thing in the world? Um, when is it just poetic prose, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that's interesting. Let me let me break let me break in for just a minute, Misha, before you read. Because yeah. just to, maybe for people who who don't read poetry regularly, the Psalms might be a good place to to start. Um, I've noticed a difference. You know, I have I'm on staff at a local church here in Pittsburgh, and when we um, when we're reading a poetic uh, segment of scripture, and mm-hmm. it's listed on the video as prose. It's read right. differently. It, it's read differently and people take it in differently. But if you go in and you put the line breaks where they're supposed to be visually, all of a sudden it becomes a different thing. That's so astute. I think that's exactly right. And thankfully, I, I, publishers have been picking up on this. And in the last five years, we've seen 
not dozens probably, but very many Bibles that are lineated um, properly so that we can see mm-hmm. when the poetic bits look like poetry. And it really does. It changes how you read it. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So you have something to read for us, Misha. So this is a poem by Howard Nemirov, and it's called Because You Asked About the Line Between Prose and Poetry. Okay. Sparrows were feeding in the freezing drizzle that, while you watched, turned to pieces of snow, riding a gradient invisible from silver aslant to random white and slow. There came a moment that you couldn't tell, and then they clearly flew instead of fell. Well, that's beautiful. I mean, I, I love the imagery. As soon as you start, right, about the, st- the sparrows freezing in the snow, your mind wraps around that super quick. Yeah, right. And then, that, and we all know that moment. That's the great thing about poetry. It reaches out to your heart and to your memory and says, hey, you recognize this bit of experience, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. who doesn't? It's raining now. Oh, and now it's snowing. There's that thin, especially here in Seattle. Sometimes it's a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. But the change is tremendous, right? When it's raining, we think, oh, great, it's raining. And if it's snowing, the kids run out into the yard screaming. It's the happiest day of their life. Like, what a difference mm-hmm. a couple degrees makes. Yeah. So, Misha, what about people who are listening to this conversation and they're going, Get out of here. This is horrible. I have want nothing to do with this conversation, this thought, whatever they're talking about. It is not me. <laughs> yeah, those people exist. <laughs> they're with us. Wait, I tell them to wait till May, Misha. Wait until May. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, well, one thing, the first thing I think is, well, let a thousand flowers bloom. Poetry is, is a, a deep, deep treasure uh, to, to be accessed by any who would, who would have it. Um, but that's true of a lot of things. You know, classical music is a closed book for a lot of people. Jazz, yeah, that's true. people Jazz can't even hear book, yeah. it sometimes. Um, ballet, people go to the, think of the ballet. My wife is a ballet dancer. And people talk about it and they're like, what, the people in tights? Like they don't even see how it could be beautiful. <laughs> or <laughs> opera, so, right? It, people are like, why yeah, is everyone or- so upset and loud? <laughs> you know what, to be perfectly honest, I have to guess that one's me. I just yeah, right. I can't sure. see the opera. I don't know what they're even trying for. <laughs> There's subtitles now. That helps. Misha Willett's with us. Um, Misha is the author of The Elegy, Beta, and Phases. His poems, essays, translations, and academic articles appear all over the place. You can follow his work at Misha Willett. That's M-I-S-C-H-A Willett.com. Okay, Misha, only a couple minutes left. Um, share another with us. Let me read one here that um, tries to give thanks to this great tradition. So I'm doing a new book where every title comes from someone else's poem. So every poem in the book is Mm. a reference to some other thing. Oh, wow. So the title of this one is The Garden of Eros is a Watching Place. And it's after a line by Serena Higgins. The Garden of Eden is a waiting room. The waiting of the painted is a still palace. Watching the pained is an error. The panting of the weaned is a gratitude. The parching of the great is a watershed. The parting of the water is a government. The plentitude of wells is an even song. The pressure of the song is a miracle. The miracle is awaiting, obviously, but a palace still.
Wow. Oh. That's multi-layered, Misha. Wow, that is super deep. I love it so much. Wow. That's a new one of mine, and it's going to be published in a couple of weeks here in a new journal called the Trinity House Review. Wonderful. Wow. Really, the really garden. Give me the first line again, Misha. The Garden of Eden, the waiting room. Yeah, that's mm. really that's all I need. I need I need to think on that for a couple of days before I get to the rest. That's great. Well, that's what poetry is good for. It stays around. Yeah. 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 Misha, people want to follow you, uh, MishaWillett.com. Uh, that poem and many others will be found soon. That's right. We've got some stuff coming off the press here. Very nice. That's terrific. Hey, you guys, it's National Poetry Month. <laughs> so <Or> we're coming. <laughs> okay, it's National Poetry Week here on the Rhino. Very anyway, nice. thanks to Misha Willett. Yeah, Much more you, ahead. Misha. It's the Friday edition. The weekend's almost here. I'm Pastor Bill Brainsma of the Pittsburgh Protestant Reformed Church located in Forest Hills. It has been about a year since we were able to record new broadcasts. The COVID pandemic brought life to a screeching halt. Churches were unable to worship for a time. Many people were closed up in their houses. We are still feeling the effects of it now. Life in our country and world has changed. People wear masks and maintain in as much as possible a certain distance from each other. Some people live in constant fear that they may be laid low or even die from the virus. That's why I'd like to address something of great comfort that lay behind all of this. God is in control. Nothing in this world takes place by chance or fate. It is all under God's control. Be sure to check out our church. You can find information at prcpittsburgh.org or call 412-727-6811. Preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things that concern the Lord Jesus Christ. We are limiting the number of people in the office. It's patients and staff members only. At Stock Family Dentistry, exceptional dentistry begins with safety. We look a little different. We have more gear on, hand sanitizing stations throughout the office, frequently disinfecting all common areas. We're even using a UV light. All of these precautions are put into place for our patient safety in our team member safety. On Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. At Eden Christian Academy, hope is rising. Hope that is secure in God, that builds faith, and inspires a love that can't be stopped. Eden is where parents find hope in a true educational partner, where students see faith woven into every subject, and where teachers model the love of Christ to every child from pre-K through 12th grade. Schedule a personal tour at any of their three North Hills campuses and witness the hope, faith, and love that Eden can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Another Drusky Entertainment event, May 13th. An evening with Natalie Grant, live at Venosky Winery. And I'll praise you in the dark. And I will lift my hands. An evening with Natalie Grant featuring Bernie Herms. May 13th at Venosky Winery. Buy your tickets at DruskyEntertainment.com. May 13th, Natalie Grant, live at Venosky Winery. Another Drusky Entertainment event. Don't let pests scare off your returning customers. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. 
backed by Boo's 100% satisfaction guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. So the story about a uh, a couple, a married couple, a divorced couple, who uh, were, I would say, industrious, strategic. yes, strategic. strategic, industrious, perhaps mm-hmm. in um, how they looked at time off to celebrate their nuptials in Taiwan, which apparently is one of the few places in the world to offer marriage leave to couples heading to the altar. A bank employee, a man wed his bride on April the 6th of 2020. Well, then, April 6th, they got divorced April 16th. They were only married for 10 days. Yeah. But the good news is they got married the following day on April 17th. But then bad news, another divorce, (laughs) and then a third marriage followed on April 28th and April 29th. After a third divorce, it is. That's a very volatile couple. Now, after a third divorce on May 11th, they got married for the fourth time on May 12th. (laughs) Apparently, it was all a plot to take advantage of Taiwan's self-governing's time-off policy for couples who get married. Because each time you get married, you get eight days of leave. So the man's employer, a bank in Taipei, said, wait, we refuse to approve the application for your paid time off beyond the mandated eight days for the first marriage. He lodged a complaint with the Labor Department in Taiwan for violations of the leave entitlement. The bank was fined $700. But the appealed- bank got fined by the government. Yes, but then the bank appealed the, penal- appealed the penalty, claiming the employee had abused its rights. After much public debate, the head of the Labor Department in Taiwan announced last week that the bank's fine would be revoked. The bank and the man and the woman have not been identified in public, but the couple's rapid successions of marriages and divorced, of course, have left officials gobsmacked and trying to clamp down on anyone who would be gutsy enough to try such a scheme in the future. All right. So they tried to get so so with all they, they got married three times, right? Or is it four, four times? times? Four they times. Want to get, so they want to get um, 32 days of vacation. <laughs> All that for 32 days of vacation. I think it's 36 days, right? 8, 16, 24, 32, right? Oh, I thought it was nine days per wedding. Oh, eight days. Oh, eight days per wedding. Okay. Yeah. Well, geez. I mean, you got to, I mean, that's ambitious. So what was that conversation like? You want to get married? I love you. Yes, let's get married. Okay, let's rig the system. Right. Maybe right. they wanted to go someplace like really far away. Maybe they wanted to go to like Idaho for their honeymoon. And they thought, well, if we're not going to be there a month, it's not going to be worth the trip. Uh, look, it was April, 2020. The world was just starting to shut down. You're they right. weren't going anywhere. Were yeah, probably not a lot of flights from Taiwan to Idaho. I don't think so. No. So I don't know. You have to admire people and they're trying to work it. It's all they're doing. Their, their weirdness. Of, uh, you know, it's, it's an admiration, but it's also kind of a gigantic eye roll as well as people just try to get over on the system. All right, listen, we're going to take we're going to take a break. But when we come back, we got a great five o'clock hour for you. We're going to talk about this. If you're fighting the culture war, you're losing. 
That's what Cap Stewart says. We're going to talk about that at 510. Also at 535, our weekly week in review, when we take a look back at the last seven days, talk about the things that we liked, the things that we watched, the things that we talked about, the things that everybody was talking about. And also this day in history, guess what came out? New Coke. Didn't go well. WORD-FM Pittsburgh on your smart speaker by saying play the word Pittsburgh and on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn and at Radio.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says President Biden's first overseas trip as Commander-in-Chief will happen in June. He will attend the G Summit in uh, Cornwall, which is happening from June 11th through the 13th. He will then travel to Brussels, uh, Belgium, where he will participate in the NATO summit on June 14th. And while in Brussels, the president will also participate in the U.S.-EU summit. The meetings with the uh, U.S. close allies come as Mr. Biden has invited Russian President Vladimir Putin to a summit in the coming months, though no date has yet been set. The Commerce Department reporting sales of new homes exploded 20.7% in March. Rebounding from a drop in February caused in part by severe winter storms in many parts of the country. On Wall Street, the Dow up 258 points and the NASDAQ 220 points higher. This is SRN News. Hard to believe, but soon graduation season will be upon us. And for the graduates at Grove City College, holding that degree in their hands, it means something different. It means something different from a four-year traditional secular college because Grove City College is so biblically based. The tools that are necessary to navigate through four years at Grove City College, totally different than a traditional college. Do yourself a favor. There is truth. There is strength. There is great growth from a Christ-centered worldview, and you only get that at Grove City College here locally. Kath? One of the things that I've thought of a lot since my kids started at Grove City is the fact that I, I think they hear more of um, differences of opinion there than they would at a public school. And I know that sounds surprising to people. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I feel like the professors there are really eager to hear from students who have different points of view about things. Mm -hmm. And um, discussions can happen in the classroom there where, you know, different points of view are not just respected, but they're actually invited. And, you know, in a lot of public schools now, that's just not the case. And so looking back on Grove City, it's one of the things I've been most thankful for. It's a really well-rounded education. The complex world, start out right with a degree from Grove City, gcc.edu. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows or Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new 
new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office. Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement offer valid through June 30th. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrspittsburgh.com. That is windowsrspittsburgh.com. Research shows that people remember radio ads with repetition. So to help you remember that Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need, here's a repetitive ad. Okay. Research shows that people remember radio ads with repetition. So to help you remember that Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need, here's a repetitive ad. (sighs) Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. We'll see partly cloudy skies for tonight with a low of 37. Tomorrow, some sunshine. Then it will turn cloudy with a little rain late in the afternoon. Tomorrow will reach a high of 62. Tomorrow night, considerable clouds with a little rain. Tomorrow night's low, 45. Sunday, clouds will give way to some sunshine. It will be breezy in the afternoon. Sunday's high, 60. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along. The Friday edition of The Ride Home. Excited that you're with us here today. We have a very good hour ahead. I want to thank everybody who was part of our campaign these last oh, several days. And how. With Cross International, your great kindness, your generosity. We uh, helped 535-ish kids or so have a new life to be uh, educated and fed and be planted into a spiritual life. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your great kindness for that, for these last several days. Uh, Kath, uh, I'm old enough to remember the rise and the, uh, the beauty of the mall. Oh. I mean, I, I remember like 19, you know, the early seventies was sort of the rise of the mall. And before that, you know, it was like, you know, go downtown, of course, in the department stores, or there were strip malls, right? Um, Eastland or East Hills out in the Eastern suburbs, you know, but you would go from store to store, you had to walk outside. But then all of a sudden they built Monroeville mall in the early 1970s. And that was like, a miracle of miracles. Are you kidding me? You can go ice skating inside this gigantic, and I can walk to have something to eat. I'm going to go shop. There's right. entertainment, all that. The mall. Well, now, of course, this is no secret. The malls have fallen on really hard times, have they not? Listen, I think 10 years later than you, early 80s, living in the North Hills and growing up here, if we ever, and we did this maybe once every three years, two years, if we ever went to Monroeville Mall, I felt like, you know, my life's, been, wor- my life's been worth it. You know what I mean? But I felt like that was like the essence of like cosmopolitan living. Of course it was. It was being, you know, so, so to think about what Monroeville Mall has, you know, kind of succumb to, but here's the thing. So today, the only one. it's funny you're talking about the mall because I was at the mall today. 
Mm-hmm. Ross Park Mall. I think it's probably only the second time I've been there since COVID started. And I just wanted to go and get a couple things. And to be honest with you, it wasn't that I was particularly going to the mall. It's that I just waited too long to do it online. And so I thought, well, I'm going to have to go to the mall. Oh. But then I, this is what's weird is because I have spent a lot of time at the mall prior to COVID, I just expected that I would walk in and it would be like it had been previously because, you know, there's a lot of vaccine out there now, you know, more people are back at work, more people are, you know, moving around in society, that sort of thing. I was really sad about how few people were there, John. Really? I have not been to the mall. So I don't. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not saying it was deserted. It certainly was not deserted. I mean, there was there were a lot of shoppers there, but it was not like going to the mall has been in the past. Right. You know, there are some storefronts that are empty. There are some restaurants in the food court that are empty. Um, Some of the stores you walk into, you think doesn't look like they're doing very well. But that may not be pandemic. That just may be retail apocalypse. Right. It probably is a combination of the two. Right. I mean, this was before covid came that the malls themselves were just yeah but ross park is the one that surged ahead you know is the one in the pittsburgh area that kind of was the the flagship for all the others they declined yeah i mean ross park is is there lord and taylor's at ross park mall or what's the nordstrom 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 macy's Mm -hmm. a lot of high-end stores like tesla tiffany's coach burberry wait wait you can go to tesla you can go to the mall and buy tesla yes (laughs) <laughs> okay. And What'd it's right across from Tiffany. So you could get some jewels for a loved one <laughs> and an automobile for yourself. And maybe a rocket. I mean, just to throw it in. All right, we're having a special today on rockets. I don't know. And here's, here's the thing I have to say. Now, this has happened to me several times when I've eaten out. The people who are, who are uh, you know, checking out my merchandise thanked me for coming in. Especially the sweet woman, Julia, who I love at Macy's at the cosmetic counter. Mm. Um, she is, she just said, thank you so much for coming in. And then I thought, well, of course, I mean, if you were someone who made their living working at the mall, you would be thrilled to see people come back. Right. No, wait. So to describe the mall. So people are walking in the mall. Well, um, so, are people so masked? There, are, there, are, there are, everybody's masked, of course. There are arrows on the floor. So you can't just kind of walk any which way. What do you mean arrows on the floor? You well, one side of the mall traffic's going this way. Really, the other really? side of the mall traffic's going this way. So it's not like you're walking past people as you were in the olden days. You know, the doors on stores. You know, you, if they're double doors, usually only one of them is open, as opposed to two of them being open. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to the food court, and maybe I don't know, twenty percent of the restaurants are not there. Um, it's just it. They're the bath. Now I didn't look today. But the last time I was at the mall, the bathrooms weren't open. So if you that have to use sense. a restroom, you're, you know, you're out of luck. How about luck. the changing rooms? Can you go and, you know, change clothes? Did you do that? Yep. I did. The fitting rooms were open. Okay. Fitting rooms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you're pretty far away from, you know, the next closest person if you're in a fitting room. Right. So, okay. I, I, I guess, it, you know, the question is then uh, as quickly as malls have declined, has COVID put the nail in the coffin of a lot of malls, know. right? I don't know. I, I just, I feel like, especially, you know, the joke is, of course, my husband makes every time he's at the mall, which is like once every decade. Okay. He hates the place. He just yeah. hates every, he hates all things shopping. He says, why are 95% of the stores in this place women's clothes? 
Well, that's because of the way women are, right? Yeah, but are so speaking as a woman, I can say that going to a store and trying clothes on is so much better than trying oh. to buy clothes online How and you, you get them that? home and they don't fit. And then you have to figure out how to return them and you got to pack them up and you got to right, get them right, back right, right. and you have to fill out the thing online and then you have to put the barcode. On. I mean, so then malls will survive in one form or another because of women's shopping habits. Yes, I think so. I mean, we might only be able to have one mall as we do in Pittsburgh right now. You know, ostensibly, it's really one mall. Uh, no, wait a second. So, uh, what is there? Is South Hills Village is still yep. around, right? Yep. And Monroeville Mall, and of right. course the aforementioned Ross Park Mall. Uh, Pittsburgh Mills is, is still, that still uh, a mall. I think. Well, I mean, I'm not sure. I don't know. There's no Century Three Mall. Right. Oh, the Galleria. Oh, the Galleria which is, a, is still there. No, and Galleria, you know what? Wait. You know, we're forgetting Robinson. We're forgetting oh, that giant, gigantic so see, metropolis. there's a lot of malls out there, right? And the Galleria has always been sort of a, a niche mall, right? Mm -hmm. That's but like the Upper Crust Mall. I like that mall. And Me I like too. the little movie theater there as well. We went to saw a movie there. We did. And you made fun of me at that movie. I yeah. remember it. Right. There was a broken seat. <laughs> and that was the fact that I brought my lunch in. You were yeah, like, who brings, a, who brings your lunch to, to a, a movie, movie that was like, you know, like horrible, a horrible, like the worst appetizer. It was like a really gory movie. And I was oh, like, eating heck, you're sitting here eating like a hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Don't do that, please. Maybe you could have some, you know, some gummy bears or something like that. You should have like gone that. alone. I don't think so. Anyway, okay. So the malls are, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's me personally as a guy. If I never go to another mall again, I could care less. I really could care less. Okay, well, I I, I would be in. Yeah, Amazon, big time. Yeah. Okay, I'll go to the mall enough for both of us. All right. From so. now on, because now I see that it's important. Right. Well, God bless all the mall workers and everybody out in retail, because, you know, I mean, those are jobs that are necessary for families, are they not? For sure. Okay, we'll take a quick break. What's up, uh, what's up ahead here? Kevin? All right, coming up next, if you're fighting the culture wars, as Cap Stewart, you're losing. The we'll find out what that means and how we're all doing it wrong next. And by the way, your weekend, it's begun. Yay. All right, so Mother's Day coming up, John. Yeah, very nice. This, uh, is this a good day in your house? Are you celebrated? Are you feted, Kat? I am feted, completely. Excellent. Well, Mother's Day would not be complete for many of us in Western Pennsylvania without a visit to the Spring House, a great place for mom to not be in the kitchen that day. However, Marcia's here from the Spring House. And Marcia, it does seem unfair that even on Mother's Day, you're not only in your kitchen, you're like in the giant kitchen at the Spring House. <laughs> it's okay. It's so fun. <laughs> That's good. So All right. So as long as you say it's fun, Marcia, then we'll continue to come. All right. So what can people expect for Mother's Day at the Spring House? Okay, so um, we've been doing this for a lot of years. Like, even before we added on a place for people to sit down at the store, I mean, I remember being in high school and mom said, don't buy me any Mother's Day presents. Just come down to the store and help me cook this food. And so nice. we didn't even have a real <laughs> kitchen down there or anything. <laughs> and my dad and Sam are out there cooking the chicken barbecue, and we're mixing up grandma's recipe, potato salad, macaroni salad. So we're wow. still going to have all that good stuff, So, but we have some help this year nowadays, and we have a lot of good space to make it in. So we do um, barbecue chicken quarters over the open pit outside with um, a butter vinegar marinade like every five minutes while it's cooking. And then we have um, Alabama vegetable casserole, cabbage and noodles, corn pudding, green beans and red potatoes, baked beans, macaroni salad, Dutch greens, coleslaw, mm. homemade tapioca. It's an all-you-can-eat mm. meal for $18.99, and it includes a piece of yummy dessert. 
And then we have free cones for moms, and we'll have live music all day. And we have um, a big tent out in the field near the pasture where the heifers are and where the baby calves are. And then we'll have a tent. Kathy, one of our main gals in the store, calls it our grandma tent. And it's yeah. right outside the door for someone that doesn't want to make that big trip to walk out into the other field. And sure. so we'll have a bunch of tents outside and then uh, lots of good seats inside, too. So it's going to be a really fun day. It's not for a couple of weeks, but I know people like to plan ahead. So I thought we'd talk about it today. Marsha, I'll tell you, you make it difficult to be on the radio at 5 o'clock because you talk about all this good food at the spring house right now. And we're sitting here salivating. It's, it's really you're not helpful. Help. <laughs> you two are so funny. <laughs> Listen, whether it's Mother's Day or this weekend or next weekend, check out the, the uh, spring house, springhousemarket.com. Always good food and a great family, springhousemarket.com. 101.5 WORD. Has your family ever faced hunger at a level where their life was at risk or had little or no access to clean drinking water? For children in the countries of Malawi, Zambia, and Uganda, it's a battle they face Kenny, every single day. Word FM and Cross That's International so are asking for your help okay. to provide life-saving resources for children in these African countries to solve this crisis and assist with COVID-19 efforts. A $62 one-time gift provides food, water, COVID-19 assistance, and a Bible. You can get involved right now by calling 866 2977 or look for the cross international banner at wordfm.com if you were lied to and buying a timeshare and worn out you need my help hi i'm chuck mcdowell ceo and founder of wesley financial group 10 years ago i started the timeshare cancellation industry by exposing the ugly truth about timeshare and giving folks the straight facts i've been fighting the timeshare giants ever since so no one knows this industry better than me and my team Today, we have 383 employees and have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. If you were told in a timeshare presentation that this was available today and today only, that timeshare was a great investment or your maintenance fees will never go up, call my office now. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call now for your free information kit, 800-881-4242. 800-881-4242. 800-881-4242. Learning has definitely changed these days. What hasn't changed is the unwavering support parents received from their local Christian school. Many were quick to adapt to the new normal with remote classes taught by caring teachers who pray for students and their families every day. With many schools offering half-price tuition for first-time enrollees, like Eden Christian Academy in the North Hills, it's a great time to consider Christian education. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com tuitions. I think I have to go way back to the 1980s, at least for myself, when I think when I first heard the phrase culture war and what exactly that looked like. You know, I mean, you read the headlines that people were outraged and, you know, just overrun by this gloom and doom that was upon us. And what can we do as believers in Jesus to combat that, to go to war with the culture? Well, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, the 220-aughts, here we are, 40-plus years later, the culture wars are still going on, or are they? Have the culture wars been won or lost? Well, Cap Stewart's with us. Cap is the author of the curriculum, Personal Purity Isn't Enough, The Long-Forgotten Secret to Making Scriptural Entertainment Choices. He blogs at capstewart.com, but he wrote a really interesting piece at the Gospel Coalition. The headline is, if you're fighting the culture war, 
you're losing. Cap, say it ain't so. <laughs> well, I know it's a bit uh, a bit clickbaity of a title, and and depending on the 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 way that a person might use that term, maybe they're they're totally fine. But the the whole the point of the article is that so much of the debate that takes place within our culture is it's this militarized approach where when Christ calls us to treat even enemies as neighbors, we're treating everyone as potential targets and putting everyone in our sights. And just that posture is not one that I think Christ calls us to. So that's kind of what I was trying to address just to help us to see, hey, yeah, we need to push back against a lot of what culture is saying. We need to argue and debate and we need to stand up for what we think is not you know, what is right, but the whole posture, the the mentality, the mindset we need to have is one of, you know, loving our neighbors as ourselves, not winning an argument, but winning, uh, winning, you know, somebody to our side, winning a neighbor and, and having that kind of posture. Okay. So tell, tell us what the difference looks like to you. Someone who you think is fighting the culture war in a way that's, I don't know, too, you know, militaristic. And I don't mean actual military. I just mean like, you know, just looking at uh, perhaps too much like a battle versus someone who you think is looking at it in a healthy way. Sure. Sure. And there there would be a lot of ways to kind of describe that, but I guess we have gotten to the point where, you know, when push comes to shove, it's easy for culture if they are um, if they are being demeaning toward a Christian worldview for us to be demeaning back, or if they're name calling for us to name call back, or if they're if they're resorting to tactics that Christ or the Scriptures have specifically told us don't treat others this way, and we think, oh well, this is kind of a different setting. Yeah, the whole turn your cheek thing, but this is a war, so we need to kind of implement these strategies that where scripture says, no, that's not how you treat people. And uh, so that, that's kind of the, the idea where, you know, I think we've okay. lost, uh, we, we, we lost our ability to engage with our ideological opponents because we're treating them as literal enemies and we're sure. kind of denying commands elsewhere uh, that, that God would give us in order to try to honor God, which is, you know, self-defeating ultimately. Okay. Cap, I love this conversation because I have to confess, I found myself doing this during this year, the pandemic. And every time mm-hmm. it happens to me, I I have to confess and I have to come back. So I, I regularly would walk my dog through the neighborhood. And so uh-huh. I'm walking in the neighborhood and I'll see people who are strangers to me also walking their dog. Right. And right. initially, you know, now, you know, uh, politics and the culture and all that, I'll see someone that I don't know. And instantly in my mind, I'll size that person up and go, right. I'm attributing these characteristics, these cultural icons of that person. Oh, that person, because they're 30 and under, they are this, 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 or because that person is wearing this kind of clothing, they believe in this, 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 this. So all of a sudden, weirdly, and I, again, I confess to this, Everybody that I don't know has become oppositional Mm -hmm. to me in a cultural war perspective, and it's killing me. It's the worst possible thing I can engage in. And I think if it's happening to me, then it's got to be happening to other people as well. I definitely think you're right. And and like it it is so easy. We're we're in a hyper-partisan culture where there are really only two options. You're either, you know, for this situation or you're against it or you're for this idea or against it. And there's no, there's no gray area. There's no middle ground. There's no, 
um, realizing like, hey, you know, I can see where it's coming from here, but I disagree there. And it's just it, it's it's just an it's an ugly us versus them mentality that that our culture is just festering. In. And unfortunately, I think the Christian subculture has adopted a lot of that attitude right. uh, as we try to engage with with the culture. So no nuance. Right, right. Right. And now, like, some it, things are black and white, but, but even with black and white, like you can still just because we're and, and even if it's a really serious, even maybe a gospel centric issue and the person is militantly opposed to what we stand for, that still doesn't give us freedom to respond in kind. Like Christ still calls us to, to treat our enemies with love and respect uh, because of who God is and what he has called us to do. And so we still have to take that higher ground in humility to him, even if there is a very serious and clear black and white, uh, you know, disagreement there. Cap Stewart's with us. He's the author of the curriculum, Personal Purity Isn't Enough, The Long Forgotten Secret to Making Scriptural Entertainment Choices. And he blogs at Cap Stewart. That's S-T-E-W-A-R-T dot com. Um, yeah, so I, I see what you're saying, Cap. I see what you're saying, John, about how easy it is to fall into that. Um, and it's, of course, like everything else today, easy to identify someone else doing it <laughs> much more easily than <laughs> right. to identify when we're doing it, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Which makes it yeah. hard. But I think, you know, when you were talking about, you know, the idea of, of nuance, I, I, I'm struck by how many instances in the Gospels when, when people are looking for a black and white answer from Jesus and he doesn't give mm. it to them. Instead, right. he's, ur- he's urging them to think. Right. He's urging them to be wise. He's, 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 you know, right. tell kind of like, you're, you're going to have to grow up in your faith and think through this. Like this, it's not about me giving you the answer. It's about you acting like a grown up. Um, now, <laughs> right. so, yeah. So to me, that puts a lot more silence in my mind than there was before, because I realized that it's just, sure. you know, spouting off about every single issue when it comes up. I just, I don't know enough about every issue. And I just don't feel like I want to be the kind of person who goes on Twitter when every single thing comes up and express my take on. But at the same time, Kath, I'm, let me jump in. You, you don't want to be a milk toast sure. either, right? No. You need to stand yeah, no, up for the truth not. of the gospel. So, exactly. Yeah, so there yeah. is a fine line yeah. here, Cap, right? Well, and that's the wisdom part. That's what Jesus is calling us to. And that's why exactly. it's so hard. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it'd be so easy if everything, if, if God had just listed all like, you know, in this situation, do this and that situation, do that. Right. And, and that, and that exactly like you said, wisdom is needed here. Every situation is different. Every person is going to be different. Um, but just like that general principle of like, even in say my marriage with my wife, I, I have a more freedom to maybe call out blatant sin in her life because I'm, I'm here to encourage her and help her. But, but like, I'm not keeping track of, Oh, you missed that up. Oh, you said that wrong. Oh, you did this wrong to somebody that I love. And how much more do I need to be aware of? Okay. This person, I don't even know. Maybe I just met them on the street. Maybe, uh, maybe it's online. Like my first job isn't to correct every single wrong thing they've done. I'm here to love them and to speak truth in love, not just speak truth, but to speak it in love in a way that communicates God's heart to them. And, yes. and that's going to be much more effective than just uh, that, that, that militant um, anti-posture type, type deal. Right. So take the log out of my own eye and uh, have the humility first. But, but, you know, the culture war, not to sort of, you know, dust it under the rug, it is important right. for a lot of reasons, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Like if we were, if we were just to sit down and not push back against anything that our culture is right. doing, I think that would be, 
that we would not be honoring Christ to be salt and light to our culture that desperately needs the eternal truth of God and his word. And so we, there definitely needs to be pushback. Yes. But like, even, you know, all Christians are called to say, for example, gentleness. Um, and we can do that even when we are in stark opposition to some of these uh, anti-Christian truths being promoted in our culture, but, uh, you know, but a position of gentleness and, and we don't have to be just because, really important truths are being discussed here. It doesn't mean we can just throw gentleness out the window. And now if we have an excuse to be mean, like there's no, there's no use for that. Like that's not helpful. That, right. that doesn't honor, honor God. Yeah. But, but Cap, early in our conversation, you hit on the crux of it. And that is that um, the reasoning that causes people to go to the next level of anger or mm-hmm. the next level of intensity is because pardon me, they've already decided in their head that this is a war. And so therefore, mm. regular rules are off the table. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that's why that phrase exists. All is fair in love and war. It's like, well, okay, but this is war. Rules are off the table and whatever gets my point across, whatever makes me win, whatever makes the other side lose, then that makes it acceptable. The ends justify the means. And that's just, yeah. you know, I that, that, that is, that's not the case. <laughs> All right, Cap. So in the wisdom of all this, then, I mean, how are you navigating the perilous waters that we're in? You don't want to be a jerk. You don't want to be a bully. You want to love the neighbor as the neighbor. So there's got to be, as you were saying, wisdom within all this. Then the default is what? I mean, you know, I don't want to be the guy walking my dog seeing people and, you know, everyone's the problem. I'm the problem as well, but I also want to be, you know, loving Jesus and being a beacon of light within that. Right. Well, you know, one thing I have found just on a, on a rubber meets the road functional level, one thing that I have found in the past few years that has really helped me as I have engaged with folks on all, all sides of the, all of the spectrum and a myriad of different topics is that if I'm engaging with somebody who seems to disagree with me, it is helpful for me to just ask some clarifying questions and think, better figure out where exactly are you coming from. And many of the times, just asking some questions, we actually get to a more place of common ground before there's even any disagreement. And we realize, oh, you didn't mean that when you said that, or, oh, you assumed I meant this, but actually, and, you know, there's just, because especially in, in a hyper-partisan climate you say one thing and the other person hears that and then they fill in all these other boxes with what they think you believe and know and say, and half of those assumptions might not even be true. So just to ask questions which can kind of disarm your opponent or the person you're talking to and help you better understand, okay, what's going on here? What is this person actually saying? What do they believe? That helps de-escalate the situation and can produce a more conducive environment for talking and engaging without you know, name calling and writing somebody off without even realizing half of what they believe or what, what you think they believe. All right. I'll That's good. That. Thanks, Cap. Thanks for being here. Good to meet you. My pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, that's Cap Stewart. You can find more from Cap. He blogs at Cap Stewart, S-T-E-W-A-R-T dot com. If you're fighting the culture war, you are losing. Take a break. Come back. We got more ahead. It's the Friday edition of The Ride Home. We are Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. This is Word FM.
you drive a car, truck, SUV, or vehicle of any kind, you need GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. That's right. With the free GetUpside gas app, you can get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time you buy gas. Nearly 3 million people have earned cash back with GetUpside just for buying gas. I always use GetUpside. Some months, I make 200 to $300. I love getting money back for things I use every day. It's just free money for buying gas. There's no catch. It's simple. And you get your cash back right away. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents per gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code FALL for a 25 cent per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents per gallon on your next fill up. You can cash out anytime to PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Earn cash back on gas on every fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code FALL for a 25 cent per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code FALL. To serve as a ruling elder is a high and holy office. RPTS now offers five flexible online courses to help you shepherd the Church of God. The Ruling Elders Program features courses on biblical counseling, interpretation, worship, the church, care and administration, plus preaching at elective options that best fit your ministry paradigm. No papers, no exams, just solid biblical teaching from experienced pastor professors. Individual and group rates available. RPTS, study under pastors. Learn more at rpts.edu. It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness you can do for others. On May 3rd, you could win $12,000 towards a new vehicle for you and another $12,000 for a hometown hero. See terms and conditions for complete details. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Share your kindness with others. Enter today at wordfm.com. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, TuneIn, and on radio.com. In the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we'd love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. She could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Word Pittsburgh skill. And after she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Word Pittsburgh. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can Listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. Word 101.5. We'll see partly cloudy skies for tonight with a low of 37. Tomorrow, some sunshine. Then it will turn cloudy with a little rain late in the afternoon. Tomorrow, will reach a high of 62. Tomorrow night, considerable clouds with a little rain. Tomorrow night's low, 45. Sunday, clouds will give way to some sunshine. It will be breezy in the afternoon. Sunday's high, 60. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Noted that when they looked at the year of 2020, the week of Easter and Passover... In 2020, which fell in early April, like it did this year, about a month into the lockdowns, saw that on Facebook, the most group video calls ever 
on Facebook's Messenger app, private messaging app. The most ever. It also saw the most Facebook live broadcast from, quote, spiritual Facebook pages. So I'm sure within the walls of Facebook in May, June, July of last year, they started to think about things. So now Facebook has a new feature, something that they are beta testing right now among small subsets of people called prayer posts which the function will allow members of Facebook groups to ask for and respond to prayer requests. Really? Mm-hmm. Now, that's interesting. I, I, I'm surprised by that. Uh, I am too. However, I believe because they saw this gigantic rise Good. from Easter Terrific. last year, they thought, well, we Great. can somehow capitalize on this, right? Mm-hmm. There are people who are spiritual in nature right, who would like to reach out to other people. Now, as I'm saying, it is a beta. You can click a prayer button to let the original poster in your thread know that they have been prayed for. You can also choose a reaction, leave a comment, or send a private message. Anybody, of course, who has Facebook knows that this is how it works back and forth. But now, with the intent that you can be part of groups that are enabling prayer posts. How does that sit with you, Kath? Well, I mean, I'm glad for it. I, I To me, it's a recognition. It's kind of, I don't know, it's a slight, I don't, I don't mean to overdo it because I know we're talking about social media in, a, yeah. in, a, in an electronic world, but I find it kind of inspiring um, just because it happened organically. Like, it, it's like someone who is, you know, has yet to believe, who's outside the church, just sees people doing what Christians do. And then it kind of draws them in and they say, huh, now, now what is that that you're doing? And why but this already happens. That? Like you're saying this happens organically. Yeah, right? it happens I mean- organically. And so it's just kind of interesting that, you know, the powers that be who, who moderate Facebook are starting to notice these things and think, now, what is it that you guys are doing? Right. What is that about? And then deciding to make a choice and say, okay, well, you know, maybe we, maybe more people can benefit from this, or maybe it can be, you know, more beneficial to us as you know, the people that generate the platform. I mean, to be honest, I'm, I'm a little surprised because I would expect some pushback from the wackadoodles. Well, you know, that's who because are the... everything that we've heard social media wise right. has been them being oppositional to people of, you know, either a conservative bent politically or culturally or a Christian bent. If we're talking about a religious sense, Facebook itself, the powers. Well, that be. Yeah, not, I don't mean just Facebook. I mean, just all the, you know, power brokers in the Silicon Valley. Yeah, but you've seen which this. is why I mean, they keep know. being called in front of you know Congress over and over. Now look, we're broadcasting live on Facebook, right? Right. I mean, and we've had to be very careful because you know you get flagged quickly, and then all of a sudden you get kicked off Facebook, right? When you're just talking about your faith, so all of a sudden now Facebook. Right, but is, we haven't been kicked off of Facebook for talking about our faith. No, but many people have. Right. That, well, I mean, it's certainly been the case well on YouTube. It's yeah. certainly the case on YouTube. I'm not sure about Facebook, but yeah, they're story after story. about. I that. don't believe that, you know, Silicon Valley has any love lost for people of faith. But so this is why it's surprising to me that this is going to happen. And again, clearly, just follow the dollar signs. Right. Right. They, they want people of faith to stick around. The longer you stick around, the more, you know, you're going to benefit the Facebook advertisers. You're going to benefit the Facebook advertisers. You're going to benefit Facebook. Right. Right. Okay, but what about what Cap Stewart was saying? And if if you don't know who Cap Stewart is, he, Stewart is he was our last guest before the break, and uh, he was talking about the culture wars. And so, if we take Cap's admonition seriously, John, you know, I tend to look at the people, you know, the Silicon Valley robber barons, 
you know, the guys who own YouTube yeah, and Facebook and, and Twitter and, you know, um, as the enemy. Right. Um, but this is a good instance where that's that's probably faulty, sinful thinking. It would probably be a much better approach mentally for me and for what I do on social media to think, OK, if I conduct myself well on this medium, maybe it would cause someone who has yet to believe to think, huh, well, I wonder what those people of faith are doing. Yeah, 100 percent. I agree with that. Of course. you. Yeah. Because as a person of faith, you don't want to be the idiot, right? You don't want to be the loud mouth. You don't want to be the someone who's going to stir the pot. I mean, it, there it is. Whether it's Facebook or Twitter, we, we should be beacons of light, Jesus first. And I don't need the, you know, the little prayer post to keep me in line for that. No, I don't either. But it's just, I don't know. It gives me a little bit of encouragement that maybe some, I don't know, so maybe people acting well have been noticed. Maybe so. All right. So as it's in its beta format, I, I'm sure it will soon be on a Facebook page of your very own liking, probably within the certain weeks or months, without a doubt. All righty, uh, we'll take a quick break, come back. It's our Friday feature, the week in review. What is everybody talking about? What were you thinking about? What did you eat? What hacked you off? Best news you heard the week? 1.5 WORD. The station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New, new, new music. New music from Ryan Stevenson. When We Fall Apart. It's when we fall apart. Yes, he can. By Kane. Oh, yes, he can. And This World Is Not My Home from Brennan Murphy. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. This is John Hall. Visit MyPillow.com for deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the new My Slippers. Click the radio listener square and enter promo code WORD or call 800-391-0954. Remember to use promo code WORD. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. The changes haven't been easy, but there's help. The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online Right now, looking for what you do. We can design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Don't let pests scare off your returning customers. Get the help you need at boozebugstoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly or quarterly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Booz 100% satisfaction guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at boozebugstoppers.com. 
This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secklerlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? Well, of course, everyone was talking about uh, the Chavin-George Floyd trial. I mean, that was center point, I think, for, the, of course, the news media and just for a lot of people. We have families sitting around the dinner table. We talked about it, uh, talked about it, you know, uh, far and wide. So uh, there's a lot there, a lot to dig into. I believe it was a cataclysmic moment for America and repercussions are going to be felt for a, a long time. Gap? I'm with you on that, John. Get it, gear. What was a conversation that made you think? You know, I picked today at 510, the one we just had with Cap Stewart. How about that? Really? I did. I did. Good. I just I really appreciated his approach to it, just saying what we all have sensed. You just, you know, living and talking and being in social media is just yeah. that we tend to say things that we don't necessarily mean because in our heads we've already determined, well, we're in a war. And so the rules don't apply anymore. And that that's just a place that we can't go because Jesus has never allowed us to go there. And so, you know, love your enemies isn't something that disappeared. Yeah, that's a struggle, isn't it? That's a big struggle. Um, I, I hearken back to Monday. We talked to Terry Tim and Terry was talking about taking a spiritual pilgrimage. And I love the idea of a, sp- a spiritual pilgrimage so much. I mean, as a believer, it's a great tool that is available to us. And, you know, it doesn't have to be traveling thousands and thousands of miles, although that'd be wonderful to go Wouldn't to Spain and travel around or to go to the Holy Land. Or I'd love to do that. I have yet to do that, of course. But it's also an internal uh, journey as well. The spiritual pilgrimage of you every day, praying, thinking, reading as you draw closer to the Lord. So, I mean, the Christian faith works at a gigantic universe level or it works in the tiny, 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 tiny brain cell levels as well, that Jesus is working in all these different spheres. It just requires you to go on the journey. What did you eat? Listen, I had something I'd never had before this week. I was at what? Rachel's Rachel's Roadhouse, which is in Newcastle, which is the, you know, the Grove City area. Their fish sandwich is killing it. Really? I loved it. In fact, I had it last Saturday. Since then... I've been kind of going back to it in my mind, like longingly. That's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you got a taste for something, you Mm. get it. And all of a sudden, yeah. uh, Rachel's Roadhouse, the fish sandwich. Very nice. Uh, Two days ago, I sent the kids out. They went to Minio's, the boys. I went to Minio's in Squirrel Hill and they brought back uh, two large pizzas. We got a ton of it left over in the fridge right now. See, I hate it. You've been bragging about that for a day now. The Minio's. On my last nerve. No, that you have it in the refrigerator. You can just you have such easy access to it. Yeah, yeah. I got uh, a mushroom green pepper, uh, some several slices in there. And uh, on their side, they've got a pepperoni bacon, no. uh, which that's is That's a lot, John. No, no, that's good. I'm happy to have that. So Minio's Pizza, I don't care where you are, wherever. Yeah, that, we're happy to have that. that that's what I ate this week. Care? 
What did you watch? I love Agatha Christie. I'm not someone who's who's been like immersed in all of her books over, you know, the length of my life, but you know, I've dabbled here and there. I'll tell you what, Amazon Prime has made a version of Ordeal by Innocence that is so good. Wait, wait, Agatha Christie, really? Yeah. Yeah. So is it's it a movie it, or a series? It's a three-part series. Oh. Okay, so it's not too much. You could watch it. We watched it in one night. What's it called? Uh Ordeal by Innocence. Okay. And what I, I mean, I loved a lot of things about it. The setting is fabulous. The filming is beautiful. Um, but in particular, there are two act, two British actors that I absolutely love, Bill Nye and Anna Chancellor. Say and they're, no the, more. they're the ones who star in this. They take it. I mean, it mm. is fabulous. So really? check it out. It's uh, streaming on Prime right, right now, made by Prime, Ordeal by Innocence at oh, Christie. That's very nice. Uh, we... Uh, We've been watching, you know, my wife and I, we're, we're uh, old time showbiz kids. And uh, I always like the business of show business. It always fascinates yeah. me. So there's a, um, a French series that is uh, streaming right now um, on Prime called Call My Agent, hmm. which is about a talent agency All right. in, in Paris. And, you know, it shows a group of people connected with, a-listers or, you know, B-listers or whatnot, and how they do the business of pampering, fighting for, covering for, you know, all that. It's really interesting. It's well done. It's, you know, it's comedy. It's quirky. But uh, call my agent on Prime. I loved it. What hacked you off? All right, listen. A bunch of employees from the publishing house, Simon and Schuster, um, put together a petition they presented to their management. All right. This petition... Get ready for it. Argues that Simon and Schuster should back away from publishing the new book by former Vice President Mike Pence. Okay. Right. The petition stated that Simon and Schuster would be making money off, quote, a central figure of a presidency that advocated for racism, sexism, homophobia, transphobia, anti blackness, xenophobia, misogyny, ableism, Islamophobia anti-Semitism and violence. <laughs> now, oh, let me just a take lot. a moment and say, get over yourself. Yeah. Okay. The second thing is why are people afraid of books? I thought we left the book burning and the book banning behind in history when we realized that that was stupid. Look, if you don't like Mike Pence, you don't have to read his book, but petitioning Simon and Schuster to ban the book ostensibly, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's un-American. Yeah, I agree with and that. And it's unhealthy. Well. Um, okay, so we talked about, you know, what everybody was talking about, uh, you know, the George Floyd uh, Chauvin uh, verdict that came down. Now, I, I've been reading this this week and my head's exploding. There is this new sort of, well, not new, it's, it's a new sort of anti-cop movement that wants people to, that wants police officers to stop with traffic, uh, traffic violations. So if your car is not registered or it's not inspected or you haven't used your turn signal properly or any number of things that the police we know used to sort of, you know, look into people's lives, slow things down, investigate things, that's all trying to be pushed away, which is ridiculous. It's another tool to take away the powers of peace. 
you need to have policing so to stop anarchy. I mean, you know, Jay Warner Wallace joins us on a regular basis. He's a cold case homicide detective, comes from a family that has been police officers for generations. It's the first order of business. We need the police because without law and order in this country, there's chaos. Anyway, it's a longer conversation for another time, but I, I read that and it just hacked me off. What was the best news you heard this week? The best news I heard this week, back to the Simon & Schuster story, is that the chief executive of Simon & Schuster said that the company (laughs) will go ahead with plans to publish two books by former Vice President Mike Pence. Two. Despite calls from some employees to cancel the deal. CEO Jonathan Karp is my new hero. Okay. This is what he said. He's urging his employees to embrace diversity of thought Mm, in the publishing world. Okay. Oh my gosh. I'm so thrilled. Listen to this. This is his quote. As a publisher in this polarized era, we have experienced outrage from both sides of the political divide and from different constituencies and groups, but we come to work each day to publish, not cancel, which is the most extreme decision a publisher can make and one that runs counter to the very core of our mission to publish a diversity of voices and perspectives. Therefore, we will proceed in our publishing agreement with the former vice president. Fabulous. Fabulous. Uh, good news for me. I know this is a small thing, but it's a big thing to me. For the first time in a long time, I sat down and watched the complete nine-inning baseball game on television. And I, you forget about the cares of the world. I thought about strategy. I thought about you know hitting. I thought about any number of things. The, the beauty of sports, it was mm-hmm. all there for me, and it took me away for a few hours. And it was more than enough. So I'm thrilled for whatever, you know, whatever vein MLB is back it's good to watch sports. That's important. And in closing, you two have anything meaningful for us? I've been reading a really outstanding book called Into the Silent Land by Martin Laird, who's a professor at Villanova University. This is what he says, and this is going to be kind of hard to grasp quickly, but I'll, I'll just say it out loud. This is a quote from him. As we discover the ineffable mystery of God, we may feel more and more inclined to say less and less about him. I'm into that. I've been thinking a lot about, uh, from my end, uh, communion. And uh, with the pandemic and all, uh, how much I've I've missed it. You know, there's something, of course, something. It's everything. The bread of life of Jesus Christ in my life. I I need this. I want this. I desire it. I get hungry for it like a sponge. So I've been thinking about it and, and loving the idea of Christ. Do this in memory of me. That's what I got. And that's John and Cappy's Week in Review. Moms, wow, aren't they special? Doesn't that word just warm your heart and make you feel loved? Hi, it's me, Marcia, from The Spring House, and I am so blessed to get to work side-by-side with my mom every day in our family business. And right now, my mom and I are planning for a special day for you and your mom on Mother's Day. Every year on Mother's Day, we barbecue chicken quarters over the open pit outside with our secret butter sauce. Baked beans, corn pudding, coleslaw, macaroni salad, ho-ho cake, and more will bound 
ground inside to go along with that tasty, tender chicken. When I was a teenager and we first started cooking for crowds, all my mom wanted for Mother's Day was for us five kids to help get ready to make this a special day for our guests. So bring your family and come hungry to enjoy the wonderful farm-fresh meal that we started all those years ago. Oh yeah, live music and free cones for moms too. Let us share a little of our farm with you. The Spring House in 84 PA, 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. Another Drusky Entertainment event, May 13th. An evening with Natalie Grant, live at Vinosky Winery. And I'll praise you in this dark, and I will lift my hand. An evening with Natalie Grant featuring Bernie Herms. May 13th at Vinosky Winery. Buy your tickets at truskyentertainment.com. May 13th, Natalie Grant, live at Vinosky Winery. Another Drusky Entertainment event. Don't let pests scare off your returning customers. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Booze 100% Satisfaction Guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Save up to $300 on top-rated brands like Sealy and Sleepies at Mattress Firm right now. And you can get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 or more to elevate your sleep every night. Save big. Sleep better. Shop the semi-annual sale now. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. You could win $12,000 towards a new vehicle for you and another $12,000 for a hometown hero when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Go to wordfm.com to enter the Kindness Challenge today. That's wordfm.com. When we were growing up, I'm saying about my brothers and sisters, when things were like off the charts, fabulous the best of the best, you were holding in your hand a glass bottle of ice-cold Coca-Cola. I mean, that was like the pinnacle of the treat of treats, an ice-cold Coke. And To be honest, I mean, I drank Coke like it was going out of style. I still love a Coke. I Mm want to, but there there were many years in my life where I would drink three, four, five Cokes a day and not even think twice about it. I loved it that much. Well, well, this day in history is a dark time, though, John. Oh, my goodness gracious. What year is this? 1985. I remember where I was. It was one of those. It was kind of like JFK being shot. Seriously. <laughs> I, it really was. I remember where I was when I heard the news story. I could. What? Are you kidding me? They They got rid of Coke and they made something new, a new Coke. Mm. How could that be? Listen, it's considered one of the biggest branding blunders of all time. The reaction was so negative, they had to pull it off the market less than three months later. I mean, so reading about this today, I 
in my head thought that it was on the shelves for a year or oh, two no. years or something. I never realized that it was three months. It I was mean, an I, outcry. It was I mean, horrible. It was, was terrible. This was pre-internet. Imagine if it was the internet. Okay. I oh mean, my pre- gosh. People lost their. I lost my. I mind. lost. I, I lost my mind. I, I lost can, my mind. How could you mess with perfection? Why would you, you do this? And didn't you hate how like the font and everything on the can? Everything. I hated everything about it. Everything about it. Well, the whole thing that they were trying to sell us, you got forget you it. I don't guys. Want it. So thank goodness. So so then so then classic Coke came back, and then we were stuck with new Coke for a while. That finally went away. Yeah, so they learned their lesson. Hey, have a great weekend. Always a pleasure. Look for us online, wordfm.com, or on Facebook, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. We'll see you Monday, God willing. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.